Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. Like Arrakis sands through the hourglass, these are the dunes of our time. I am so happy... Courtney, that and Mia, that you have joined me on this Thanksgiving week. I have this big spread in front of us, and as always, there's a lot of Dune Spice pancakes, Dune Spice lattes, mm. and Dune Spice donuts. Yes. Are you? Are you? Dune you Spice guys donuts. Ready? That sounds wonderful. Yeah, they make you see the future. Well said. Sure. <laughs> are you guys? Uh, uh, I can't wait to get this this smorgasbord of content out there. Are you ladies ready to Dune this? Do you want to talk about Dune with me? Ready yes. to Dune it up. All right, God. Let's All Dune right. it. Let's Dune high five. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five, son. Woo. High five. Don't let me hang it. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of high five colon the podcast on the project hyphen nerd podcast network this is the show where we talk about everything that is awesome about television and movies and all the things that we like and we rank stuff normally this week we have a little bit of a different conversation because we are diving in and we are juddling off to the world of arrakis and courtney mia and me your co-pilot Jay are snorting up as much spice as we can put into our face holes and we are chalameting all over ourselves because we are shallow. Oh my God. Oh, I'm a shallow at this point. I'll be honest. How can you not be? I'll, I'll be honest, you know, I, I love, I love the kid. I think he is, uh, and we'll get into the, we'll get into his uh, role in this. Um, but you know, I've been so very excited. impressed by him. Everything he's come out with or like, you know, I loved him in Lady Bird. Um, yeah. he's so fun in, um, uh, in Little Women. Uh, yeah. he is I mean, obviously like, you know, you've got Call Me By Your Name, Beautiful Boy. Like he's a very splendid actor, yes. but man, uh, uh, I have some thoughts on how he did in Dune. I'll t- oh, tell you like that. T- I have some. Uh, I have some, no, some, some. I have some thoughts. Thoughts or say what? Like thoughts, like T H O T S. Because I have those. I'm ready. No, you <laughs> like I'm both. <laughs> oh, I'm getting I, hot as okay. we speak right now. I'm taking my sweater off. Oh, please. Yeah, get comfy, is, girl. Get comfy. It is hot on Arrakis and uh, and we're we're losing we're losing our skin suits. I yeah. I okay, I I have to just playing my cards a little bit up front. I was super thrilled about this movie coming out. 
um, for a handful of reasons. But one is I've been a Dune fan uh, personally, just again, play my cards right up front. I've been a Dune fan for a while. I read the original novel when I was in high school because it was like sci-fi novel and I wanted to be neat, I guess. I don't know why I read it, (laughs) but I read it and was like, wow, this kind of blows my mind, but I'm not sure what this is. And then the Lynch movie, I I was obsessed with Lynch just for a long oh, time and, and really appreciated his film, I guess is the way to say it, probably. Um, so I was looking forward to this big time. But before we dive into the full, like, what we thought of the movie, Courtney and Mia, I am super interested to know your history with Dune prior to this, like, this movie uh, – it, it, experience this movie event like had you read the books had you seen the series did you come in completely cold like courtney where what was your history with the planet of arrakis prior to this to this oh man so i remember watching the david lynch movie uh i was like probably like in high school maybe early college because it's been out for a minute and i just was upset i went through my david lynch phase as we all do i haven't really left it yet either but you know what i mean I have an Eraserhead t-shirt in my drawer as we speak. Um, Of course. Of course I do. Like, I'm insufferable. I have infinite Jess on my (laughs) my dresser, and I have a David Lynch Eraserhead t-shirt in my drawer. Like, why wouldn't I have those things? I'm a soft boy. It is what it is. And and so um, I watched the movie, and I thought it was – I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I – still have a, a good uh, i revere it dearly because i think like it's a obviously one of the hardest things to adapt and david lynch did it in his own style i know that he calls it his great heartbreak because he it, it, the studio got involved a little too much mm-hmm. in like what he wanted his vision with it which is which sucks i would have loved to have seen what david lynch wanted to do with dune that would have been amazing um but so i watched the movie and then like um in college, I read the book, the first book. I have not read the second one. Uh, okay. And I also love the first book. Um, I probably am going to reread it again at some point because it was just um, – I, I was really into I sci-fi am, and all as, that too. As soon as I finished the movie, I was like, I want to read the book again. I do I too. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. really excited about that. Yeah. Um, had, did you watch any of like the sci-fi series or anything that they put out that no. had like James McAvoy or anything in them? Oh, fuck. No, no I didn't even know that that existed, uh-huh. honestly. But now I'm going to. They're, they're, they exist and honestly not – terrible like lowercase not terrible um sci-fi network did uh, like a dune miniseries that they tried to adapt the book and then they did a children of dune miniseries which adapted a couple of the the more further books in the series and the children of dune series starred james mcavoy and somebody else i forget okay Um, nice but uh but mia what about you like dune uh familiarity before 2022 (laughs) Um, I only knew of Dune in the way other people talked about it. I otherwise didn't, I didn't even know it was a book series until this year. Um, Seriously? I, yeah, had no idea until this year. Damn. Um, didn't even know there was a huge fan base for it. I just thought the fan base was for the movie, not okay. the books. The fan base is for the books. Like, yeah, that is where the fan yeah. base is. The fan base is in the books. And, uh, so I came in knowing zero about the uh movie and I'm book, so everything excited i am yeah, so excited me too. i want your contents now in this because <laughs> me too. i yeah. knew 
I knew what to expect. I knew mm, what same. things were doing, like, you know, like the Bene Gesserit. Like, I understood. I was like, well, they're ancient witches. Yeah, of course. Like, I... Oh, I'm very curious to see to dive in and ask you some some questions about this. Okay. So that is okay. really I and I love your statement yeah. of like obviously the, the huge fandom around Dune probably isn't located directly around the Lynch film. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but man, the Dune universe, the Dune-iverse, if you will, like the, the fan base. Hashtag, is, hold, up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I got to do my hashtags. Hold up. <laughs> please do. Uh, please, please Dune those. Um, Dune, Dune, Dune it. I, I just, the thing about, the thing about Dune, just before we dive into the movie itself, I, I want to fanboy out just a little bit because if people Please. haven't read Dune or if people haven't really gotten into that world, I want to explain a little bit of why it does have the rabid fan base that it does because it, I'll tell you, and Courtney, you've read the book. The first yeah. 100 or so pages are kind of a slog. They it, are, it's, yeah. yeah. It's a bit tough, mainly because he's giving 10,000 years of history, mm -hmm. which – and I want everybody who's listening to this, like, think of, think about that in context of all the future movies that you've seen. It's like it takes place in the year 3000. It takes place in the year 2015, if you're talking about, like, the sixth day or something. It takes yeah. place in the year 4800 or whatever. Right. This Dune takes place in the year 10,100 and something. So yeah. he, liter he literally has to think through what human evolution would do in five to six times the amount of time that we've been right. on the planet currently. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. fact that he does it with such like he connects every little thing. It is, that's why it has such a rabid fan base because it is such a lived in world. And Frank Herbert mm -hmm. put so much, he, he put as much thought into his stuff as, you know, uh, J.R. Tolkien put into Lord of the Rings. His just mm -hmm. happens to be in space. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. Do you think they would have so, gotten along? It's an impressive world. Do you so think J.R. and like, do you think they would have like at least had some really interesting conversations? Interesting conversations probably not gotten along yes. because Jr. is very, very was very religious, and I don't mm. know if that would have blown. Mm. You're right. You're that's Frank why Herbert him and C.S. Lewis got along. Just saying. Critical of that. That's true. Of the religion, um, yeah. So I don't think they probably would have had interesting conversations, but I don't think they would have been like buddies in the sense mm, that yeah. C.S. Lewis and Jr. R. Tolkien were. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I agree. That could also so, be wrong. That, I don't know how close they were. <laughs> Just saying, they had a love-hate relationship. They, they slept in the did. same bed. I read yeah. that in 19 <laughs> books. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Of course they did. Um, oh, man. Okay, so I, I, I we've we've beat around the, the dune bush long enough. I The burning one, bush. Okay, let's just... Let's just start off. I'm curious on, like, initial impressions. So, uh, not like a full movie review, but I'll start. I had hugely high anticipations about this movie. So I was very concerned that I would be let down and I was not in the slightest let down. Thank um, goodness. I, yeah, yeah. I, 
And even the things that other people are critical of, like so a lot of people are critical of the music or the score, which I can understand, mm. but I totally dig it. Wait, personally. Yeah. But how? And, and I know. Have any of them explained? Because I thought I come on. First off, it's Hans. But even if it wasn't Hans, it was I for knowing nothing. I thought that the score was so immaculately placed mm -hmm. in it, it, like its purpose. It was almost telling more of a story than anything. Like yeah. I could listen to the score without mm -hmm. watching and understand. This is the feeling that this is trying to give me. This is the feeling this is trying I... to give me. I have. I've kept the score on Spotify for at least two so, or three days so the last good. week. And I'll so listen good. to it while I work because it's very, <laughs> very good. The, <laughs> the arguments that they make, and again, I can understand it for some people, is that Hans Zimmer focuses, especially recently in the last handful of years, like if you think about the DC stuff that he's done, mm -hmm. it's very like loud and guitarish. It's like, wow, right, right. And this had that, and I think, I think a lot of people wanted more like John Williams-esque, like this family has a theme, and Harry every Potter, time the Atre yeah. every time the Atreides come on screen, you're gonna hear the Atreides this. theme. And, okay. and it wasn't yeah. so much like that. It was more of a cost, like if it's if the world was a caustic environment, yeah, it was a caustic yeah. sound. And if it was yeah. a big scene, then it was a big sound. Like I uh, it, it did for me. It worked. Like I, I don't love all of Hans Zimmer's mm -hmm. newest stuff, but for me, this this music worked uh, across the board. So that's my initial. Like I came in with high expectations, and they every single one of them were met. So I'm yeah. gonna be a big fanboy on this episode. <laughs> right. I, uh, yeah, I will, I'm, I'm I will acknowledge critique, but I will probably try and bat them down a little bit. But I, uh, that's just where I'm gonna sit. I'm gonna fanboy out. On this one, Jay. Because, yeah, Jay. Yeah. I uh, will be so disappointed in you if you do not literally word vomit onto us in this episode. Like, <laughs> I want, I want to hear you lose your mind about yeah, this, please. We do. Oh man, I yet, yeah, I can't wait. But before we do that, I want to hear you your impressions, Courtney. I'll start with you. But like, okay, Dune, uh, Dune movie. You've watched it. It ended. Yeah. Thoughts. Yeah. It was everything that I visually and cast wise, everything that I wanted and needed. And I, and I can see the, I will be objective and I can see the criticism of like, oh, it's slow. It stops right before it gets interesting, blah, blah, blah. They didn't get green light, green lit for the second one until later. Fuck that. It was still, uh, I found to be interesting and very like compelling. And it was like, it felt to me like, like a family, like you're like you're watching like fucking like Arrested Development or Succession in the desert. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It was like watching mm -hmm. a family drama yeah. or Game of Thrones or some shit. Like we all love Game of Thrones for like seven years, you know, until the end. But like it felt to me like that, <laughs> like people were, <laughs> you know. I'm just saying, I'll throw tea out there because they wanted to make a show about what if the South won the Civil War, and fuck that shit. The guys who did Game of Thrones, fuck that. Uh, mm. Not into that. Yeah, so Game of Thrones, guys. Almost, yeah. Game of Thrones got got shaky at the end. Um, I remember reading about. We can talk about Game of Thrones another time, but I'll just say there were people who went to cons and they had the I Am Throne there. And before season seven, people were in line to like lined up for hours to stand and to sit in the throne. After the season finale or series finale, no one wanted to sit on that throne. So I'm just saying they fucked up. Um, but for uh, a long time, you, you, right? Yeah. 
we liked we liked political we like political dramas with families and with all that are fascinating especially placed in like fantastical spaces such as like dune and what have you so if you go into that movie with the expert if you are a fan of the book a fan of the david lynch movie and a fan of the mini series that I've not seen. Um, I think if you go in there knowing the general knowledge, you know what you're going to get out of it. So people who are going there expecting Star Wars, you weren't going to get that. I understand. Yes. That that it was billed as like I think people saw like Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet thought it'd be a young adult movie or like a like a YA like Hunger Games, whatever the fuck. Mm. Um, not that at all. The history is much richer than that. So all the criticisms I kind of get. But also, like, do your research, I guess, if you're going to go see something like this. I don't know. I just think, like, especially since the director, he's such a fan of Dune and Hans Zimmer is such a fan of Dune, that I think that there was so much care and love put into this movie that the criticism, I just don't really always agree with. I'm like, these guys are true fanboys. And everyone who was a part of the movie were fanboys and fangirls and fan people. So I, mm-hmm. I, I loved it. I thought the casting, music the setting it was everything that i pictured when reading the first half of the book so that was just me sorry i'm also gonna fangirl i'm like no protected at all costs <laughs> i um i'm with you all those things like you know with it being long and it ending like halfway through the novel i was like mm-hmm. no this is perfect this is the exact this is the pacing i want for yeah. this for this story yeah mm-hmm. it works and like I- and it, i agree it was not sold as two parts like i totally agree right but when it came up that. and it was like Dune, <clears throat> part one, like really fast, I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I knew, like, at I that point, saying, I was like, I get it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I get, and I can get some of the criticism of, like, the, uh, you when you go to a movie like that and you pay that much money or whatever, you want to see a complete film. And a lot of people felt like it wasn't a complete film. But also, like, we were okay. We're okay with, like, Marvel doing that and Harry Potter doing that. So, like, and Star Wars. So I'm like, I don't know you're gonna strap in for something like this and like you should probably be more i don't know like forgiving people can yes and people complain that movie yes. goer, people, moviegoers complain that filmmakers and studios don't think they're very intelligent and i can understand that that complaint but also when you get, complain about things like this maybe do some research if you are a true fan of the cinema and a true fan of the uh- arts I think inherently we all are because we're on this planet and we enjoy consuming things. So that's my take. Sorry. I'm it boggles my mind that there are people who are like, oh, the people who make the movies don't think we're super smart. Oh, really? Then what's your complaint about this film? Thank you. What's that, your complaint okay, that, about this film? That's, yeah, that's, I have that back and forth all the time because people are like, I don't want to be tr- Treated like I'm an idiot, and then Dune yes. comes out, and it doesn't explain every little minuscule and, thing. Yeah, it's like no. I don't know what any of this means. Why don't I do? Yeah. Like, tell me what this means. Like, pay attention. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Mm-hmm. Literally, like I had friends, or, or I guess like friends and people that I know who are like, they we they they were like we expect the filmmakers expected us to know what we were gonna get when we went right in. Like they're doing sign language and they're talking in these voices, and it's like, but then you complain that movies pander to you. Like you're like people like the same yeah. people complain like about an interstellar, like an interstellar. interstellar when they took yes. that moment to explain the thing in the time and stuff. Thank you. You don't think I'm an idiot, blah blah blah. Come right. on, okay. and it's like you don't uh, need that. 
I, Courtney, I'm going to go, I'm going to bounce right off of this because this is one of my questions that I had for both of you. And this, I'm going to start with, I'm going to start with, I want to start with Mia because I want your opinions on the movie. And then I want to go, I I want to put a pin, I want to put a pin in what Courtney was just talking about, like the understanding of the elements of it. But Mia, tell us about your experience with this film because you as a newbie coming in could have that argument of, well, I don't know what's kind of, I feel lost. Did like mm-hmm. what did you think of the movie overall? Um, I think I was supposed to be lost in some parts. I mm-hmm. I felt like I was supposed to be lost in some parts, like the the foreshadowing in his dreams, um, mm-hmm. the 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 playing out of the history, the witches. Uh, mm-hmm. The Bajesserets, I don't just want to call them witches. The yeah. Benegesserets. The Benegesserets. Oh my gosh, I want to make sure I get that right too. Um, I, I, I felt, I truly felt like, okay, I'm just not supposed to know what this is yeah. yet. Not it's, yet. Yeah, it, yeah. It starts to connect later, but yeah, yeah. like right when you first inter- are introduced to it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 so, it never so as a felt... newbie, you yeah. watched the movie and it didn't yes. bother you. No. No, no, no. It, if stuff doesn't get answered later, I will be bothered. But for right now, all it's done is piqued my interest and my curiosity. I want to know more. I'm not supposed to know now because there's supposed to be a payoff later. I feel right. like if I would have known everything up front, it would have been boring. I would not have ended up enjoying yeah. the film if I would have yeah. known everything, everything up front. That would not have been yeah. fun for me. I agree. So you're like overall, you you have positive impressions as well. Oh, so we're all starting. Yes. We all came into this movie and we all walked away with it very very happy. I mm-hmm. agree. I yeah. had high hopes for this movie, knowing nothing about it. I had very high hopes for this movie, knowing nothing about it. Well, yeah. okay. Well, Mia, let me ask you then this because yeah. you were saying there were uh, some elements that you know didn't get explained. As someone who wasn't familiar with the Dune mm-hmm. universe, did you like? Did you? You understand what spice was. That's the big concern that I hear. Is like they didn't tell me what spice is. Did you understand what it was and why it was important? Um, they kind of I, explained it. Sorry. I thought I, that's what yeah, Mia, what no, Mia thought. Like having not no experience. It's essential to space travel, which is apparently very important in this universe that's been built. Right. right? So right. at its yeah. core, that's what it is. But then beyond that, how it affects humans and the fact that mm-hmm. it only comes from this world makes Bingo. it incredibly rare and super important. Thank you. Man. That's all that people need to just fucking understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's, that has been the argument. It's like, well, I don't, they didn't tell me what spice or why it's important. It's like, well, one, they said it was the only element that allowed for interstellar space travel, which mm-hmm. pretty important if you're going to live on multiple planets. Two, it, it like evolves the human psyche so you can see into the future. And Mia, the most important thing you said and the most important thing about it is that it's only found in one planet in the entire yeah. galaxy. Yeah, And that's, that's why it. everything falls out from that. Like the, the Harkonnens, the family that owned the spice mines for all those years were unbelievably mm-hmm. wealthy and powerful because they essentially owned the oil rigs for the entire galaxy. Like right. that was essentially, and the Harkonnens had been also injecting it into themselves and like evolving their bodies with all of their money and power for generations. So they're yeah. fucking wonkers. 
Like that's why the Harkonnens yeah. are so terrifying is because they're the, 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 it'd be, okay. It'd be like if we gave Harvey Weinstein the keys to the galaxy. Right. <laughs> I know. That, it's, it's like but, yeah. Harvey Harkonnenstein is what is what hashtag, that family. Hashtag. But that's what that Jeff, family's supposed to represent. Jeff Bezos, like any of those. Yeah. yeah. Elon Musk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Bezonin. Bezonin. Um, yeah. But yeah, like that, I, I'm so happy that you did like, and, and all of the things that aren't spooned, one of the elements, and I'll just mention this because uh, word vomit, one of the elements I loved, capital L loved about this movie was the bodysuits. Yes. And oh, how yeah. the, the, the phasing bodysuits worked, but then how they explained, like, if you hit it with the side of a blade, it, nothing happens. But if you pierce slowly it can cut through the blade. That's why everybody in the entire galaxy uses swords is because bullets don't pierce that. So everyone has yeah. swords because stabbing yeah. motions go through the little fizzler blade, but they're not yeah. going to sit down and they don't sit down and spell that out in the movie. It's just like, here's the thing. We showed you how it works and now everybody has swords. Put the pieces together. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree. It's just, oh. like, I, feel I like, didn't even I miss like guns. Didn't even miss yeah, guns. Yeah, I didn't either. I no. never yeah. thought for once, why don't they, why aren't they shooting at each other? Never <laughs> thought that once. Same. Yeah, and I feel like everything Courtney, was I think you were, uh, yeah. yeah, I think everything kind of was explained. I, I just don't get why people were like, I don't understand. And I'm like, well, fucking watch the movie. Uh, I really, I do think it was. Oh, and then, man, I loved there were a lot of just little scenes that I loved. Well, let's get into that. Like favorite scenes okay. and actors. I'll start with act actors and actresses. Was there any outstanding favorite performance in the movie that you guys had? Okay. And I'll ask you like a least yeah. favorite, but Mia, favorite yeah. performance in the movie. Um, well, I want to say, say one thing. The reason why I wanted to watch this movie is for Oscar Isaac. Because I'll watch... I haven't watched everything he's been in, but I will watch anything he's been in uh, because he's never in a bad. Uh, right. And he's he, always he never good. makes a bad role. Yeah. And I, I'll watch him anything because I truly enjoy the ride that I'm on when I'm watching him. So um, to say that he was my favorite would be an understatement um, because his performance was uh, top notch. Oh, man. It was just, it was so good. I mean, and and Mia, I'm I'm with you. I mm -hmm. anything that Oscar Isaac is in, I remember seeing him, and I think it was Inside Lewin Davis was mm. the first thing. That truly Wasn't that the one that got him mind. his his kind of his big thing? Yeah, it, yeah. It was like one of his first. Like I'm in charge of this movie. Mm. He was also in that X X Machina, and he's great. Yeah, in that. that one. That another, one. Another another epic Oscar Isaac Beard movie. Uh, which Dune falls into that category. Oh my he God. Has, I wanted to just sleep in that thing. Golly. Look, I look, want... look. The scene, <laughs> the scene, since since we are uh, spoiling things, the scene yeah, of course. where where he's naked and stuff. Oh yeah. It was, that was not sexual for me. I wasn't like, oh my God, he's naked. Okay. It, I was. No, it's no. not. He's, he's kind of The like, whole time I was like, chair. He's like, wow. They're they're doing this to him. They are. This was so unexpected for me as a as a mm. fresh watcher that particular scene. But it it grounded the severity of the uh just the ugliness of the bad yeah. guy that he has no respect, no no he doesn't care. 
He truly yeah. is indifferent and uh, shows that. He shows that indifference. He's so indifferent. He doesn't care about your humanity. He doesn't care about what whether or not you're comfortable. He's going to leave you bare so that way he can enjoy himself and what he's doing to you. And that's oh. it. So when he's crying and he's not able to move, I, I cried a little bit. I cried a little bit because I was like, this is a good man. This is a great father. This is a phenomenal leader. And I was like, you were too good. That's why you're leaving in the first movie. You were too <laughs> good. You're too good. Yeah, well, I mean, was... and it is. Like, I agree with you. Like, Oscar Isaac plays that character, Leto, um, Leto, uh, Ara- um, mm-hmm. Har- Atreides. Lord in heaven. Atreides. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> Atreides. <laughs> he plays him so well. Like it is, he you just believe that he is a great leader. You believe that he is a great dad. Uh, the the scene, one of the scenes that I love, and it's a very subtle scene, but it's just the scene of Oscar Isaac and Timothy Chalamet in the graveyard before they leave. Yeah. And he's like, "Listen, one of my favorite scenes. I didn't, I didn't want to be this either. And if you don't want to be it." fine i found my own way to it maybe you will too and then the, the obviously that last line like, like if nothing else you've already been everything i already need you to be which is my son it's like said. oscar oscar, oscar uh, uh, hold me oscar that was one of the best scenes i just like i was like oh this is actually like a movie dad who's a good dad yeah because yeah. like you don't that and and that kind of a universe you don't see that very often honestly you know mm. so that was beautiful it, and with beard and with timothy chalamet being his son like fuck <laughs> me man it, you know what oh, though man. on top of that it's also it's also that um his his for uh, the main character, his parents coming from very different sides of mm-hmm. and u- parts of the world coming yeah. together, both equally loving him fiercely, regardless of reason, both yeah. equally uh-huh. loving him fiercely. But in particular, his, the father-son relationship, I was like, man, what a healthy bonding moment. What a healthy man-son moment. I hope I hope there are men out there who are like, man, I wish my dad would have said that. Like there's like that little click in their hearts. There have to be. There have to be, right? It was so it was so good. I mean, and then on the flip side, you have Stellan Skarsgård, who is the worst dad ever as like the floating heart. Look, Daddy Um, Skarsgård is so (laughs) blah. And I I call him uh, Daddy Skarsgård and Papa Skarsgård because, you know, that's what he is. But (laughs) in this in this role, I was like. You are disgusting. You're I disgusting. love him, and he, he got me. I was like, "Oh, I'm in this. I'm in this with you." Yeah. Okay, Courtney. Yeah. Um, any any stellar performances or things that stood out to you, like mm-hmm. that, just like uh, the actors wise, and then I'll ask like about yeah. favorite scenes. I mean, obviously oh, Timothy Chalamet is like Chalamet is the reason you're there. So yeah, you obviously love him, right? I mean, he was just incredible. Like, I mean, yes, he I was definitely with him. I want to to be with him for the rest of my life <laughs> um we're we're age appropriate it works like we're you know i think we'd be very cute together i'm just putting that out there into the universe i don't care i'm buying for you i'm pushing for it i want it to I happen think, for you basically i think we would look nice together because he's very angular uh, and i'm very round and i think it would be fan it would be fantastic you guys would compliment each other Wow. Thank you. Uh, and and if you, if you if uh, you 
if you had if he kept his hair from Don't Look Up, you guys would have like the yeah. same hairstyle. Oh my he god, like we a big would. Old hippie in that movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I have hair from I have hair from uh, Last Night in Soho. That's kind of the vibe I have right now. Oh, that's. Also, I love it. Also by the good, way. Also Thank good you. choice. Thank you. This um, was because I couldn't handle the Taylor Swift album, so that was just like I'm gonna cut my hair, and that was it. But um, <laughs> also, thank you. Stellar performances. Um, obviously, Timothy Chalamet, just like he spoke so little, but yeah, he conveyed conveyed so much, which is his expressions and just the way he carried mm -hmm. himself. Incredibly talented. I thought both of his parents were great actors too, as far as like towing mm. the line of like. We got to be parents, but also we have this responsibility either end of like running an empire versus being like loyal to where where the mother came from. You know, like all that. Like I understand they had a lot to grapple with on top of taking care of their son who they love so much. And even the fact that uh, the mom, Jessica, she gave birth to a son because she loved Oscar. Isaac so much that instead of giving birth to a daughter, like that's all beautiful. And the way that that was like played out was also like, oh, there's a lot of love here and a lot mm -hmm. of respect here. And um, that's a hard line to carry with having that agenda and also tr trying to maintain your family dynamics without it coming off mm -hmm. too hokey. So I'd say those guys are, are, are the whole family was great. I thought, um, oh, what's his name? Fucking Aquaman. I thought he was fun. <gasps> yes! Oh, Momoa. Jason I was Momoa. surprised oh, watching him. He was so fun. He was such a fun... I, uh, I, I didn't see Wild Child. I saw a man... I'm man. so sorry, Courtney. Can you give me just one moment saw, to talk yes, about this? No, just one no, moment. No, because yes, whenever no, I then see... I'm gonna follow up. Okay, whenever I see Momoa in a role, I see just a wild man mm -hmm. playing... Yeah. My man, <laughs> yeah, I just see a what, and not that I'm not enjoying watching this my wild oh, man, but in this movie with a director like Denis, who, yeah. who, by the way, directors are parents in and of themselves, and Denis yeah. knows how to fucking parent his children. All, so, all of his kids are pretty beautiful. Yeah, oh, I mean, <laughs> that's a thing, but specifically for an actor like Momoa, who is who is not a not a person that you can contain right, right. he just comes in he does it i'm sure he listens to his directors and all other stuff but denis was able to like get in there and be like i just need this yeah we got it and we got that i believed his, yeah. I, duncan right i believed duncan, yep, duncan. i believe duncan i was like okay this man is loyal uh he's definitely still fun uh work comes first he loves this kid. He's going to do everything he can. I did not one second see just a wild man. I saw a man with a purpose. I I couldn't be more on the same page with that. And, 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 and listeners of this podcast will know that I have had fun in the past making fun of, of Momoa. Not because I don't think he's talented, <laughs> not because I don't like him as an actor, but it is it like an Aquaman and some of the Justice League stuff. And there are roles that directors give him where it looks like he just shows up from his car and he is right. just jason momoa like i would believe that aquaman had jean shorts on under his suit because oh, jason was just like my man come party <laughs> like I, I but 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 after seeing this movie i was like put jason momoa in more stuff because he yeah. really brought a a presence and to, uh, me i mean i'm just gonna agree with yeah. you like he was a, a fun character but every bit of it was like i'm a professional soldier and i have right. a job to do and i love paul atreides 
And it was like the scene, the scene of him escaping the night raid and trying to find Paul. Oh, it was so harrowing. Just him trying to by himself as everybody yeah. else was, yeah. you know, whatever. He, yeah. I could, I, I am very much, but uh, the, uh, Courtney, I want to agree with you and I want to give Rebecca Ferguson some, yes. some huge kudos because one, I, I just, I think she's phenomenal. Um, mm. Anything recently that she's been in, even like Dr. Sleep, which I didn't love Dr. Yeah. Sleep, but I loved her in Dr. Mm. Sleep. She is mm. such a powerful force on, on screen and especially this movie, what she had to do as Jessica, the things that she had to balance, the knowledge, yeah. the background emotions, and then especially like when they were on the run, I, I have goosebumps. Rebecca, Ferg yeah, Rebecca Ferguson. What it wasn't a matter of like she was low on my list of priorities in seeing the movie, but it was just like there's Oscar Isaac and I'm so excited, <laughs> and you know there's Josh yeah. Brolin and I'm so excited, and yeah. and then I was like, oh, Rebecca Ferguson, and then she, I walked away just. Blown, blown away. away with how good she was. Yeah. Chalamet, again, Chalamet killed it. You can't have a Dune movie without a good Paul Atreides. No. And he, he owned every bit of it. Um, yes. Now, I do, I am curious on both of your opinions on this because I have my opinion and I know that the world has its. The whole Zendaya thing. Okay. How did you feel about Zendaya's involvement in the movie? movie did you feel lied to with the advertising like did she not do enough was she okay in this element of her story knowing that, that you know she's going to be a huge part of part two like where where you land like were you upset with her in the movie because she wasn't there enough no no i wasn't okay. bothered by it <laughs> no. No. that was easy that was the easiest question i've ever asked lord in heaven <laughs> not at all no look here's the thing the internet I was mean, furious so i mean oh, pardon, no. pardon I me for asking but look the internet doesn't give zendaya a chance because they were pissed off about the whole mary jane thing yeah they are mj right they were pissed about that they're they are so angry at her for just doing a good job yeah and yeah. Yeah. i i I could tell that she was in, in interviews, sorry, in interviews, because best believe I watched as many interviews as I could find. And I know there's more and I'm going to find them. Um, yes. well, it yes. seemed like both she and Timothy were super nervous to be a part of this movie, which which means that they're that they worked really hard in the film because they're so nervous about it. And they just want to do really well because you're working with mm -hmm. They, they by themselves, first off, this is the first Timothy Chalamet film I've ever seen. I was very what? impressed. Yes. Uh, I will watch wow. the others, Courtney. Maybe I'll come and see you and we'll just have a Timmy day. Okay? T T Timmy Tuesdays. We'll have Timmy Tuesdays. Um, but Wow. I'm, I'm surprised because he's popped up in a lot of things recently. So that's impressive that you've, yeah. you've avoided him so far. He's good. Uh, he's good. He's very, very good. But Zendaya, I've watched her in quite a bit of things. I have seen her evolve and become a truly incredible actress. So yeah. maybe I didn't get as much of her this time as I thought. I'm about to get a kratom of her in the next movie and I'm okay with and her. You are. And that was kind oh, yeah. of my, and again, I had a, a totally different, um, I guess, context with this because I, as soon as I saw Dune part one, I was like, well, we're not getting a lot of Johnny. 
Like that's it's it no. was just she's not in the first half of the book very yeah, much. No. And so I and I will admit like she was all in she was very front and center in the advertising and she doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of screen time but I do feel my opinion is that her character even in the beginning is an important element of the yes. film because she drives yes. and pulls Paul Atreides towards his destiny mm-hmm. even if yes. she doesn't realize it yet. And so her her presence and her character is very important to the narrative flow, but it's yes. not like involved heavily yet. So I, I yeah, got yeah. the understanding, but mm-hmm. me having like read it, I was like, well, I kind of know exactly what to expect on this. Mm-hmm. So I right. was curious because I figured, you know, she's great. Again, I love her and stuff. I think she's phenomenal as MJ. I haven't, I, I need to watch Euphoria. Have either of it's you so watched good. Euphoria, the show, the HBO I, show? I've seen Euphoria. Um, she's, she she's, is she good in it? She's fantastic yeah. in that show. Even yeah. if you don't like the show itself, if you're just watching it to watch her, you're gonna have a good time. Oh yeah, I, okay. I agree. Awesome. I, yeah. Like, also the show like itself, I I could honestly do without the rest of the show if I could just watch her be in yeah. the elements of the rest of the show. I, that is that's what I'm there for because she truly stands out. There was a hot yeah. guy in the show, which I googled. Nice. We are close in age as well. And I was like, he looks too old to be Sweet. a high schooler. Um, is it is it wrong for me to ask you what your age is on the pod? Oh no, I'm 28. That's how old nice. Timmy is. Okay, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah so I it. feel you like most it. of those, most yeah. of my like the people that I'm I'm into like that play high schoolers. I'm like we're the same age. We have the same references. You just like can mm-hmm. look younger because that's what Hollywood yeah. thinks high schoolers look like. So I Speak- feel. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of that, that is one of the things that I do appreciate very much about uh, Denis Villeneuve's Dune over Dennis, uh, uh, David Lynch's is uh-huh. um, Kyle MacLachlan looks nothing like a young teenager. No. He's, like, no. he's like, hi, I'm your son, Paul Atreides, the 45-year-old Kyle MacLachlan. Yes. It's like, mm, no. I like you. No. You're fine, Kyle, but you do not right. look like no. a teenager <laughs> about to take no. the throne. No, no, no. So yes, anyway, uh, oh man, I um okay. I want to ask this because oh, did you have any any actors or any performances in the movie that like you didn't like that you did you thought like didn't live up to the muster? Um, I didn't get enough Bautista personally. I think where Bautista <laughs> did was very intense and good, right. but you, I feel like his character probably more than anybody else was slighted in this film. Yeah. Um, outside of like. Zendaya, but I don't think she was slighted. I don't think so either. His actual storyline was pulled back from the book. Like, he mm-hmm. wasn't in as much. He he is very much the bruiser of the Harkonnen family. And so mm-hmm. his storyline is like, man, you know, there's the David Bowie assassin in the first, in the David Lynch version. And, you know, this one, he could have had more of Bautista being, you yeah. know, kind of that militaristic leader. Um, but then again, like I could say the same thing about Josh Brolin. I could have taken 25 more minutes of Josh Brolin being amazing yeah. in this movie. Um, so it's just, there's so much in this story that I do love that there's all these gigantic names, but it all, they all played even their piece of, even if it was small for the correct story that needed to be pushed, pushed out there. Yeah. And I, um, I, yeah. I agree with that for sure. I think that like everybody was well cast. I don't think everyone got their day in the sun. But also, I think if you sign on to something like this, 
they got to understand that that's not going to be the case. It's like, you're going to be part of something that has been like a, a huge book, uh, uh, something that's been sought after for years. Like most of the interviews I've watched, um, a lot of them are big fans, of, you know, big fans just across the board of like of every, everybody involved. So they're like, yeah, of course I would jump right. the chance to have like two lines in Dune, you know, like, so yeah. I, I think everyone brought their A game, even no matter how big or small, but I would like to have seen more things fleshed out, you know, like yourself. Yeah. So. I am. Um, did you guys have any favorite like sequences? Like, uh, so uh, mine, I I have two, actually. I loved the gob, Gomjabar scene, the, the needle neck hand in the box. Mm -hmm. um, yes. That was Denise's favorite scene. I, 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 I just love it. Um, it's a good, it's great in the first one too. And David Lynch's, it's a very impactful scene, but there's something yeah. about this ver version of it. And th th like the way they would cut back to Rebecca Ferguson outside of the door, because she was knowing what was happening and like scared, mm -hmm. like scared out of her mind for a son and hell Charlotte Rampling. I love Charlotte Rampling and she was behind a veil the entire movie. And I'm like, you're yeah. even killing it. Like it yeah, was just she's a phenomenal actress. Yeah. Like, oh, what's in, what's inside the box? Pain. Oh, oh. oh. I don't want that. Oh, I don't just, want that. It's so, good. It's so good. And then like, the, then like him acting in the flash. It's oh, so good. And the other was the night raid, the Harkonnen night raid. Yeah, that was opera. That was awesome. They were yeah. coming down at night, and they're like blowing mm. up the trees, mm -hmm. and they're yeah. sending in their soldiers, and they're like the little drill things that cut through the back of. Yes, like, that scene was brutal, but it was yeah. gorgeous because it wasn't shot like a war scene. It didn't feel like Saving Private Ryan or it like all shaky cam. It was just gorgeously panned but then like josh brolin and all the army men like running all out into the thing and then it pans back and there's the ships and they're it was just it was like an opera and i know i said that already yeah. but those two like the gum jabbar scene and the night raid were sequences that i was like if nothing else was in this movie this would these would make it a fantastic film regardless yeah um, so yeah. So were there any sequences or scenes or anything like that that stood out for, for you guys? Yes. Yeah, Mia, you're shaking your head. Oh, in yes. Fact. The, uh, the Gamjabar scene, I think what sold it for me in particular was uh, it wasn't just the actors who were acting, right? Mm -hmm. Who all three of them did an yep. absolutely impeccable yep. job. But Rebecca Ferguson in particular, actually, ironically enough, despite the badassery of, of the other two, this isn't just sending her son in. This is a betrayal to her son because she hasn't told him about it. She's feeling the weight of that. I can see her feeling the weight die. of that. I, she is, yeah. And like it is it, like, it's a betrayal. It's he, he probably won't even come out of here. Oh, like all of her life decisions are weighing in on her right then and i'm getting goosebumps again right then and there there is yeah. the rest the the feeling of the rest of the movie is very heavily dependent on this scene and how all the actors carry this scene going forward and god it is so good it is good. so so the good oh the yeah. music is perfect in it like oh, it is perfect. just Oh, it's Man it pinpricks at your skin the music. Mm. Um, and then the other one for me was um, when when the the worm 
The sandworm is facing him, and it looks like a fucking eyeball. I yeah. lost my my inside, of course. Nightmare. It was very quiet in the in the theater in that particular scene, but I lost my mind internally because I was like metaphor, 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 and it was just it was great. <laughs> oh, man, and I love like the scene of them when they're rescuing the 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 spice miners and like mm-hmm. it's just the sand kind of rumbling and you see the mouth kind of like sarlacc pit its way and it's yes. like <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. Good. oh man courtney uh, what what I scenes mean, kind of jumped out for you i mean of course they've already already been mentioned the box pain was an incredible scene as well um uh i can't really add much more to that other than the acting the weight of the movie I was all hinging on that. You saw that in all the trailers. You saw, like, you know, if you know mm. Dune, you know, you kind of know that's going to come up at some yeah. point. But for me, I really enjoyed uh, uh, Timmy and Josh Brolin's, uh, like, sparring class together. I thought that was really fun. And yes. a bit of it was a bit of levity also mixed within, like, some exposition, but, like, in a way that, like, was entertaining for me. Like, where it's, like, mm. I don't know if they meant it to be kind of humorous, where it's, like, he throws a sword and, and Timothy goes like, oh, that was rude. Like, uh, that was funny. Yeah. I thought that to be a funny, light moment. And maybe... Uh, They're maybe bantering, they have, yeah. Yeah, they have some banter, maybe a foreshadowing for Timothy to do some comedic roles, which I would love to see. I think he'd be amazing in, like, a full-out comedy. Um, but I enjoyed that, that they kind of, like, the relationship seeing that, like, just how his life was, how his life has been shaped by these people and like in, in mm-hmm. with his pedigree and stuff. And then watching some badass fighting with like the shield and stuff. Like that was like bringing oh, me back to like the David that Lynch was fun. movie. That was so cool. And um, then uh, I think it was like maybe the first time we saw the sandworms where it's like, okay, they're going through the ground and it takes like, it's like, they're like, oh, and they'll be there in like what, eight minutes. It was like a full fucking yeah. eight minutes in the movie. And where it's like, oh, they're doing this in real time. And that mm. was cool to take that time. It was very it was dramatic. Crazy. Like it was, it was, it was I, I was tense watching that. I was. Yeah. You, like, you yeah. felt like each movement, every pulse, every, every single thing. And where most other movies, not to be like, I'm not like other movies. I'm like this movie, but like most other movies, <laughs> I do feel like this sped that process up, but this one made you sit in it. And I think that made it oh, all the obvious of a payoff so those were my i guess three scenes and i'm like oh those were great man okay courtney i want to bounce off something you just said because that to me and there's there was a lot of elements of the 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 movie that i think were kind of intangible it's like well why was it good it's like well it's hard to explain a lot of it but one of the things that i do think i can nail down is the design of everything and the way that it kind of flowed the world looks so lived in And yeah, real. Yes. because like yes. the, the Arrakis, the Arrakis buildings were very pyramid esque because those were the types of buildings you would have to build like right. on a planet like that. The little globes that follow people around that glow because of the you can't have windows and lighting and just everything. Um, yeah. I was talking with Q or I was listening to Q talk about this, but one of his things was the dragonfly ships, and oh, uh, it just yes. felt I thought that was so it, great. like he's. It's like, oh, funny, dragonfly. But then you, like, see them fly, and he spends time, like, showing you how the gears work. And you're like, that makes total sense. Absolutely. On, like, that, yes. It just, it's it, it's lived in. It's real. It just, yeah. it feels honest. And I think that just, 
I know that it's not all Denis that does that. He's working with some amazing cinematographers, but mm -hmm. I, I love that about him and his. Films. I uh, just tra full transparency am a gigantic Denis Villeneuve oh. fan. What transparency? Uh, we already knew. <laughs> I was about to say I talk about it a lot, but. I, 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 and I have forgotten though. Like uh, you're familiar. Have you guys seen his other movies, his filmography, or, or was this like one of the first like arrivals? This is, this is Blade, one of the Blade first ones. Oh, I, I can't say enough about Blade Runner. Blade Runner twenty four. I can't say enough about Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So good. He was yeah. scared to work on that. I don't know if you know. He was very intimidated and did not initially want to work on it. I can I understand why because mm -hmm. it's a huge task. Like that's a nearly a perfect Ridley Scott movie and yeah. somehow he made a, a sequel that is not only better than the original doesn't diminish the original and makes the original better yes mm -hmm. all of it so, all of it the trifecta I am um, but like his, uh, I would if you haven't seen Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal like there's two oh. Jake Gyllenhaals in Enemy and it's very oh. good and then prisoners okay. is his other That's one who one i tell everybody to watch. to watch okay I, I really need it's to hard watch it's it. not a fun it's not a fun watch mm -hmm. but it is whoo it's good yeah it yeah. is good yeah it's just oh man and then our baby it. like our baby announcement was cribbed off of the arrival poster like i just I love makes it. good stuff that's funny i love it oh <sighs> i can see how him and jake gyllenhaal work well together. excuse me work, work well together i can see that now Without seeing well, any Courtney, I know that have have you seen his other like outside of Blade Runner? What other have you seen any other That's Denise? It. I've only little ever baby, seen movie babies. Yeah, oh. movie babies. You you have to go all see all of his movie babies. All of his babies are so beautiful. His movie babies are so good. That's I what said. you meant by all of his children yeah. are beautiful. Okay, okay, Those, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so I can't I can't speak enough. He is one of my favorite working directors. Um, just easily. I think he's one of the best that's out there right now. Oh, uh, I there are very agree. few people yeah, that I, I think agree. can make movies at scale and at beauty that he that he can. A um, man who has a a handling on his cast, uh, who yes, knows how to work with his cast, because yes. there's so many. Like there's yeah. so many times that you get a phenomenal actor, but the director isn't directing them. Like, yeah. like one of the only ones that I can see who does really well with that is, um, oh my God, Guillermo. Guillermo oh, yeah. knows, like he, oh, yeah. it, it feels like he's literally handpicking these people that it isn't just a casting director that mm -hmm. he's just like, yes, you fit yeah. in here. And yes, you will fit in here. It all feels so organic in his films. And Denis yeah. has that same feel to me when it comes to working with the actors. Everybody feels yeah. so organic in where they've been placed. I agree, and especially with that scale of movies. I um, if you want to, okay, mm -hmm. Dune. Dune was a stellar cast. Like Dune is stacked. Yes. It's like every yeah. super famous person, and it shouldn't work because it's overstuffed almost. But um, like Prisoners, the one that I was telling you about. Here's the cast for Prisoners: it's Hugh Jackman, Viola mm -hmm. Davis, mm -hmm. uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, Melissa Leo, Terrence Howard, Paul Dano, Maria He's Bello, um, David Daxmalian. Uh, polka dot man from yeah, suicide yeah. squad oh, um, who's also who's also in this he he's is also, he's a part yeah. of the bad guy squad yeah he's, he's his little android servant so yeah, okay yeah. so you know how paul atreides his dad has that like uh that black guy 
who has like he's like the android manservant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Dasmalkian is Stellan Skarsgård's android servant. That's he's oh, the and he looks the, so good. He yeah. looks so good like that. Right. Ah, he's great. No. But like it talk about a stack talk about a stacked cast. Like this guy could work yeah. with large groups mm -hmm. of people very well. Blade Runner 2049 is the same way. Lots of people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so what good. I, I highly recommend everything he's made to everybody. So uh get on it, people. I don't know, watch him. Okay. We, we probably need to start wrapping up here um, because Aww. this is going to be part. Well, this is going to be part one of part of two parts. Uh, no. <laughs> I, uh, but speaking, true. okay. Speaking of part two, Courtney, I know you've read the book, but it was a long time ago. And Mia, you yeah. have very little idea of what's about to happen in nope. part two. What, what do you hope? Like that's, what do you hope happens in part two? Like from where we are now, Kind of where do you hope the story goes? What do you want to see in part uh, two? Several things, several things. I really want to... Uh, Javier Bardem. I really, I just really want mm -hmm. to Javier Bardem. Like, that's just the, that's the sentence. I really yeah. want to Javier Bardem. Um, and then I... We didn't see a body for um, Josh Brolin's character, so it would be pretty cool we if he did. came back. I noticed um, that too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so that would be pretty cool if he came back, however which way he came back. Even if it was, oh, we have now found a body. I would be fine. Um, just to get, like, that little think done. Uh, um, I really want to see... <gasps> the Worm Riders, the Worm Riders, the Worm Riders. I want to see that. I want to see that in, like, just... I want to see that so badly. That looks so cool. Um <sighs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm already expecting the war. I'm already expecting the politics. I'm already expecting all the rest of that. I'm talking about the little things that's going to bring yeah, like yeah. the light into the film amidst all the dark and ugly that that I think is going to happen. So like the um, watching Javier Bardem in a, in a bigger role, I'm hoping is a bigger yeah. role. Um, and yeah, then... Stilgar. I will say it's not a spoiler. Stilgar does have more to do in the second half. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Still guards um, a bigger part of it, much bigger part of it. I really, really, I really cannot wait to see that uh, because yeah. Javier's another one that I'm that I'm always thrilled to watch. Um, I really am excited to see how Timothy and Zendaya work off of each other more, and then how mm -hmm. they work with Javier Bardem. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be really fascinating to me because that is an eclectic trio. Um, so very excited for that. Um, Really, really not looking forward to more Papa Skarsgård, but knowing that he's a necessity, so I'm just going to prepare myself for the gross. Um, yeah, it's so funny because I watched him in a in a uh, in an interview where almost the entire cast was in it, and everybody like did research. He was one of the only ones who didn't do research for his character. He's like. They just told me to be ugly, so I was ugly, like something like that. And I was like, "Great job! You don't even need to read it. You know, you understood the assignment. No, he, you got it. He he nailed it. He nailed it. I don't know. He I think he, I I also read that he wanted to do more scenes like in the nude bodysuit because he was supposed yeah. to be so gross. And Baron Harkonnen is always in like his little gel suits and whatever. So, yeah. um. Yeah, he was. Oh man, he was so fun. I Courtney, was what so about you? Like, what 
what in episode or a part two do you need to see? I mean, the worm riders, Mia, for we got a, like a little tease of like, uh-huh. oh, someone's riding yes. that worm. Like, in the uh-huh. look at that in the distance. Come on, ride that LOL, worm. I see you, Courtney. And ride I it. see you. Come on, ride that worm. I'll ride it. Excuse me, I have the hiccups now, and I'm so sorry. Um, I would like to see, without giving anything away, I would like to see um, the same pacing for the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. And some levity. Excuse me, again, some moments of, more, little more moments of levity. Because if they continue with the storyline that it is what it is now, in part two, it's kind of de- depressing. It's exciting, but also yeah. like kind of bleak. So I think if you can add a little more, excuse me, a little more moments of banter, of levity, maybe between mm-hmm. Timothy and Zendaya, whatever it might have to be. I think if they add some of that in there, mm-hmm. just to like let people know, like, no, we're, it's still like a, no. excuse me, entertain. I'm so sorry. It's still entertaining. It's still fun, but still telling the story, but also with the pacing right. that they have. For I forgot I, one. It's well, cryptic, but that's what I want. And excuse me, that's what I want. We, we had like in in part one we have Duncan Idaho who does add yes. like some levity and some fun personality and obviously you know yes. he he's not in this he's not really right. as big a part but so I I no I I totally I totally agree with that like I'm kind of in the same boat like my thing is I know somewhat you know what, what essentially the big beats are but I want to see how they do the worm riding um, yes there are a couple things what I'm really curious about is how if they mute it any because as you said courtney is like it doesn't end in a place that's like oh this is super happy for everybody and it's awesome right and i wonder how much they're gonna like water it down uh you know soften it for general because they didn't really soften a whole lot in the first half you know they didn't explain a whole lot they it was pretty pretty brutal oscar isaac didn't get away scot-free like you know it's so i wonder how faithful i guess they're going to be to some of that bitterness in the second half i'm curious because it could really go for an empowering impactful story if they do it Mm -hmm. right right Um, i agree but yeah i i mean obviously worm the the worm riders i want to see i want to see um there's a there's a big like battle with the harkonnens and i want to see that there's a battle coming for what Baron yes. Harkonnen did to Paul Atreides' dad. And I kind of want to see how Denis handles. Mm. I want to see how Rebecca Ferguson's character handles the pregnancy. I forgot that. Yes. Oh, oh my yes. God. I want to see that because yes. there's that, that foreshadowing of her with the baby, with the painting and the markings. That's mm-hmm. one of the things that I was like, okay, this wasn't explained to me. I really hope it gets explained to me yeah. somehow. Yeah. Like, so I, 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 that's one that yeah, I yeah. forgot. I, want I would imagine we'll see some more foreshadowing, foreshadowing dreams about that in the future. Mm. But um, I, so. I mean, the future of Arrakis is pretty bright. I mean, obviously we're getting part two that was announced almost immediately. Um, right. I think I know the answer to this, but they've already announced some spinoffs. So they're going to do an HBO Max series about the Bene Gesserit and their history. Um, mm. And and Denis is going to be involved in that. So, like, are you guys on board for more Dune World, more spinoffs, yeah. like, to go deeper into what this could be? Yeah, I want a Leto prequel. 
I want to. I want to. Oh, like with more Oscar Isaac. Oh, yes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'll take all the Oscar. <laughs> I, I want that. Like, I want... honestly, like Dune colon Origins of the Beard. Like, I just want it. I want. I'm about it. it. I'm about it. So, yeah. if, actually, if there, if we got both parental origin stories, I would be pretty freaking okay with that. I also Me wouldn't too. mind watching uh, a, an Adventures with Duncan kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah. Different stuff that he did for the Atreides. I think that would be so fun to watch. Um, that, that one would be a little more lighthearted, a little more like with some badass in it, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. I think that would be really, really cool to watch. Um, what's the hmm. other thing? There's not, there's not much, like, I, I do quite enjoy so many of the other characters, but I think those three in particular have the most yeah. potential to, like, I I successfully agree. branch yeah. off. So I would, I would totally watch in, yeah. yeah. I know the Bene Gesserit one's happening. I think they're talking, I mean, obviously there are eight, I think, books or so. Mm, yeah, not, yeah. I think so. Um, so obviously there's a lot that they could adapt. Um mm. I am uh, that Disney plus day just happened and I will be completely forthcoming is I'm a little nervous about how saturated the market is getting with star Wars and Marvel stuff. Uh, um, yeah. And I, I love star Wars and Marvel stuff. I'm the, I'm a huge fan, but it's kind of like not everything needs to be those things. Cause then <laughs> it, obviously it starts to get watered down and oversaturated. So I, I would love more Dune stuff, but I don't want him to go crazy. Like Denis, has to be involved with it or yes. i'm gonna be a waste way sketchy way, because yeah. so far yeah. historically a handful of people have tried this property before and he's really the only one i've walked out of it like starstruck by really? um, yeah. some of the yeah, other ones really are serviceable yeah <laughs> yes yeah oh. i think okay, the only so, one that could yeah. be taken away from him and have any mild mild semblance of success without his touch is the duncan one because it doesn't oh, yeah. have to be as serious. But the Bene Gesserit, I'm so happy he's on that because that is that's a lot of weight in a show. It yes, is. yes, yes. It, that's going to be fun, though, just kind of the history of the space witches. Um, I'm all about it. Like the the craft, but in space. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm so stoked. <laughs> So I, I know we're not ranking, we don't have a top five really uh, for today's, but I will ask on a rating scale of one to five, what would you, what would you, I mean, obviously it would sound like everyone would recommend the movie, but like on, from one to five, what would you rank? The, I mean, I'm five stars. Like it's a five out of five for me. Yeah. Um, I'm, on a I'm, scale I'm of ten stars. I, I'm, I'm ten, I'm ten stars. Uh -huh. You're ten Stellan Skarsgårds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. I am ten scars guards out of scars guards. Yes. Um, um, all right, Courtney. I'm, how many scars guards do you give it? I'm five hundred Timothy Chalamets. <laughs> oh man! And you know what? A, a hundred. We didn't Timothy even talk Chalamets. about him that much. We didn't even talk. I'm about so him. proud of you. I am proud of you too. But it's 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 interesting because the exchange rate is now like it's fifty Chalamets equals one scars guard. Oh fuck! Well, like, that's fair. He's 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 getting up there. Like it he's used to be two hundred. The exchange rates is going in his yeah. favor. I'll tell you what. Yeah, after the next Dune movie, it'll be even. I think. I think at that point. But, oh, yeah. I can't yeah, wait. I and have uh, speaking of Chalamet, I have also heard of this is a good year for him. But he is also really? in French Dispatch, which I have heard he is getting yes. a lot of praise for. I I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. I need to. I see have it. seen it. Is it on I HBO? Will... It's not. 
-hmm. No, it's still in theaters. I will be honest. Um, for me personally, it's a little bit lower in the mm. Wes Anderson verse because. But what about the Chalamet verse? Oh, I mean the Chalamet. The Chalamet verse. The Chalamet verse. Chalamet for. I'm the one who comes up with these names. Come on. The Shallowverse, it's it, it's also, because he wasn't in it that much. I think it might be a little okay. bit lower still. I loved him and Francis, Francis McDormand together. I thought they were great. Um, I think that uh, Wes double downed on the, the aesthetic of it, which is beautiful. It was absolutely visually gorgeous. But like gotcha. what he gets a lot of criticism on is his storytelling, where I think he's a great storyteller. Like the depth and all that stuff of his characters, you just have to watch it. Um, but with this one, because right. it was three little stories in one movie, it felt a little harder to get attached to the characters. So it felt like he was mm -hmm. coming down on his look and not necessarily his ability to tell a story. So for me, it's a little lower on the rankings, but it's not the worst one. I I've can seen. understand but that. It is, but it is good. It's a good movie. Like it, for either way, it's a big up. year. It's a big year for Timmy. He's doing yeah. Because he also has the Adam McKay movie coming out. Don't look yeah. That don't look before. don't look up. Which I think you're gonna get your wish because it's. I think he's a comedic character in that role. I like so. Adam I McKay think. movies are somewhat comedic, at, and I he agree. seems to be uh, a more comedic role. So I think you might get your wish. But I think he genuinely, he comes off like, for everything I see him in, I'm like, oh, he has the potential to be very funny as, as a comedic actor, maybe, and even an improv, I don't know. Like, just like, you know, you get a sense if you do comedy, like, oh, this person yeah. probably is very funny, yeah. but they're not given those opportunities. So, like, all I'm saying is, like, Timothy, if you ever want to, like, do something comedic, let me know. I'm ready to work with you. We'll <laughs> write you week. something hilarious. Oh, I'm ready. I've already been working on it, so I'm ready. <laughs> shallow lay me down um please okay that was all i said about him i've contained myself for an hour well it, it, i am proud that you have kept it to the very end um he there's no i mean honestly it's just a matter of there's so much amazing stuff in that movie yeah. that it's it just can't get to all of it and yeah, no. i uh, this was this was a blast. I hope that you know everybody goes and watches it. I honestly have I've watched it two and a half times already, uh, just because it's it. I had just had it on when I was like, it's just so beautiful. I love it. And I listened to the like yeah. soundtrack the the week after I watched it when I was working because it was just great. So uh, it is. It's probably going to land high up on my favorites of the year list. Um, Me too. I. I can't wait for for more. I want more Dune. I I say I say bring it on. Um, Me too. Let's let's arrakis the crapus out of this. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Oh, this fed my soul so much. Oh me me too. And I hope that it fed the listener's soul. If you haven't watched yeah. Dune, go watch it and comment on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram what you yeah. thought of the movie. Um, obviously, you now know what we thought. But thank you for listening to another High Five Cole on the podcast. We will be back in a week or two with more conversations and more talks about movies and more things that you love. So if you haven't subscribed, if you haven't clicked that little button, go ahead and do it. Tell all your friends to do it. Make your grandmother do it. They're all yes. going to love it. Yes. Um, but it, I, I just, I want more movies like this. Like I love big blockbuster movies. I love big, like fun dramas and things like that, but I want more sweeping, beautiful space movies. 
And this is uh this this one to your point, Courtney, fed my soul. And as yes. always, Mia and Courtney talking to you ladies feeds my soul. Oh I'm always energized oh. after this. Ditto. Yeah, me too. So until next time, everybody, I've been Jay. I'm Courtney. And I'm Mia. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yay. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com. <sighs> Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? (laughs) Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.